Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. And the Bulldog. Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Monday, Tuesday, hump day is halfway. It's Mike Shope. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> and the Bulldog. Hey, guess what day it is. Oh, come on. I know you can hear me. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Guess what today is. It's hump day. Woohoo! On WGR. Hump day! Sports Radio 550. Oh, yeah. Hump day. It was a good commercial when it was going on. That was a really good commercial. I do miss it. I do miss it. A banger. It was very, very good. Good commercials last That's true. forever. They are absolutely just ingrained in your mind. For In, in the best ways. In the best ways. The Dennis Hopper Nike mm-hmm. shoes commercial. Yep. Corona on that like that little like Cabana Beach thing. They've been playing that for twenty five years. That's right. You Gotta get good mileage it. out of it too if it you works. Do. You do. Little weather update. Not a Cabana with Corona. Weather advisory till six PM tomorrow night out here in our Amherst studio. Some flurries, high winds expected for more on today's and tomorrow's weather developments. You've of course over to our station WBEN for more on the weather going on outside. We did I, it. I just I cannot do the winter, man. I just <laughs> every time I see snowfall, I I know I know people who are close friends of mine who like love the snow. Disgusting. And I think I don't. It's think, perverted. I don't honestly. think less of them. I definitely distrust them. No, I do. I'll think less of I them just, for you. I cannot do. Never it. met them. Don't want to. I see the snow out there, and I'm just like, why would I want to go outside? Like, why would I want to do any of this? Today, my brother had a flat tire. He had to go change his tire in our driveway just before he left for work. And I'm watching him and my dad outside, like in coats, bundled up, trying to do it. I'm like, that looks awful. <laughs> That looks absolutely terrible. You're going to go out there and help him? Nah. No, Absol- it's too no. cold out there. It's, it's way no, too cold out absolutely there. Absolutely not. These hands? Nah, I work in radio. Exa- you get it. You get it. <laughs>
We've been talking a little bit about today, the Buffalo Sabres with the trade deadline coming up next week, Friday. Should the team make a move? Should they stay the course and see what can happen with this young group and kind of keep going the path they've paved already? We've also talked a little bit about the Buffalo Bills. Mentioned in the update, Robert Woods, former Buffalo Bill wide receiver, was cut today by the Tennessee Titans. Should the Bills make a move, especially with, the with I think, both the free agent class and the draft class, being perceived as kind of weak. It is a weird and rough year for the Bills to have a needed wide receiver and really no avenue to add to that position. But before we get this segment really going, we're going to go back to the phone line where Brian is going to join us from Arcade. Brian, how are we doing, my man? You're on show with the Bulldog. Hey, doing good, guys. Uh, I'd weigh in on uh, should the Bills uh, uh, or should the Sabres uh, get involved in a trade? I would say absolutely not. I mean, if you look at where they take take you emotionally, they get you just to the point where you want to believe, and then they fall off the wagon. So is that, is that more the Sabres or is that the trade itself? This is the trade. This is for the Sabres. So, they okay. get, so you have the Carolina, and they're flirting around with this last spot. And Carolina, they come out, and so just a wet napkin. And then, okay, well, we have the break. We'll build back up. And then the Flames just demolish them. And then last night, it's just, to me, win like five games in a row and then get yourself actually in a playoff spot, and then you can talk about making deals. And you just don't have time for that. And I just, at this point, you don't need to liquidate young assets to try and get these type of players. I just don't see where that push makes a lot of sense for them. All right, Brian, thanks. And I, that's that's a very interesting point that it's kind of like a why should we jump in when this team has yet to kind of show we can make a run, even just ourselves. And I think that's a really good point to look at because will a guy like, and let's look at the big fish here, Timo Meyer, the right winger out of San Jose, or Jacob Chikrin, the left shot defenseman out of Arizona. Will either one of them get the Sabres to a point where they really could go on, like Brian said, like a five-game win streak? that puts you in a playoff spot, and now it's just, hey, keep the pedal to the floor and just go for it. Like The Sabres, to a certain extent, do still control their own destiny. They they do to a certain extent. But like Paul mentioned in our in our first hour, y- yes, you have these games in hand. You've got to start winning the games. Yeah, in theory. In, in th- you know, in, in theory. It'd be nice. It'd be nice. But like even then, like and Brian didn't bring it up, but like the home record is a disaster. 11-15-2. Yeah, what is that all about? And they have looked Awful at is times. It, is it just like how it works? Like, do, are, is it that, that they're coming off of trips and that they just don't have the juice when they come back from trips? Is it why, why does it look as bad as it does at home? Corey, I, I wish I could tell you. For a little while there, I had the theory, and this was as the Bills season was ending. I think me and you actually may have talked about this, where it's like the Sabres may have been in a perfect spot where they were competing for a playoff spot. The Bills had just bowed out of the playoffs in somewhat embarrassing fashion. And now the arena was going to start getting full because because now like the momentum had started to mm-hmm. build. People kind of want to get back to the arena. We are talking about the Sabers more, and like we're all getting excited. Like you know, Twitter like every game it feels like Sabers Twitter is like on edge. I love it. I have oh, that I live for. No, thank you. But they just have yet to like really grab on and run with that baton. Like it just it, and of course it was the Carolina game right before the All Star break where it was like, hey, we're not really expecting anything, but they were one point out. You kind of were like hoping, like, hey, maybe you can drag this to overtime. Maybe you could really show something. And they got punched right in the mouth. And you went to the All-Star break. Thompson leaves early with an injury, but it doesn't seem like there's anything serious there. And then since then, it's it's been, I don't want to say a disaster. It has been inconsistent. But it's been inconsistent, and it's just, it has not felt right at all. 
Like, like the team is coming out very, very sloppy. Tage Thompson's still incredibly good, but when was the last time we had like that game where it's like Thompson just takes over a game and is a freak of nature? It's yeah, been a, it's been a bit. It, it has, and I mean, you're not going to be able to keep the pace that he's on without scoring 70 goals a year, which isn't going to happen. Yeah. So, like, at some point, you will need others to take up and, and take over from. Like, Skinner got you the game winner a couple of nights ago, which is great. Against the Leafs, he had no answers. And you're just, they're better than you, the Leafs are. Yeah. Like, they have way more talent than you, and they acquired more. Like, Ryan O'Reilly might not have been going well in St. In, in St. Louis, but as, like, a second-line guy in in uh, on the Leafs looks he's great. really good. Yeah, looks really good. Yeah, especially against your second line. Like yeah, he's going to run him out of the building. So like I'm I'm sorry, you are just in a spot now where when you start looking at like here's it's a big week we got to beat Tampa Bay, we got to beat uh, No, you can't. Yeah, like, it's not going to happen. No, you're you're in the place you are because you are specifically not as good as those teams. Cuz if you were as good as them, you'd be with them. So if you're looking at the trade deadline, is there a piece right now that will catapult you into their class? No, that doesn't exist. So for me, I don't want a rental. I'm trying to get a piece that accomplishes the long-term growth goal of eventually becoming a team that competes with them. Maybe not right now, but maybe later. I don't think there's a piece out there that you get that suddenly you're in the Leafs category. Well, I, like that's that's the frustrating thing I've been having today. Like before we went on air, I just I, real quick I just went on like some articles like who are the trade targets and just in the NHL, just who's on the market. What time does the Super Bowl start? Exactly. Well, I you know I need to know of right. course. And you're thinking like maybe there's a few guys out there. It's like hey they're signed through you know 2026. Like fantastic. Like they're not a rental. No, like everyone out there that seems like maybe could be a get for the Sabres on defense, at least, is a UFA at the end of this year. Because look at what the Sabres are now doing with the t- players they want to keep. They're mm-hmm. signing him to long-term deals early at on. At 21 years old. Yeah, like, you know, giving Samuelson like a seven-year contract, like giving Cousins a seven-year contract. And that is, I don't think it's an accident that they have drastically improved their analytics department. And yeah. that these contracts are now being applied to the it's, players it's, that they it's have. It's not a thing that was done 10 years ago. But no. now it's like, no, you. when these guys pop now, when they're 23, 24 yeah. years old, I've got them already locked down for another three, four years. Teams ain't going to give you those assets. Friendly deal. No, those, and, those, and a lot of it started with Nathan McKinnon in Colorado. Right. Where he's still on an incredibly team-friendly deal. That, and the, the age of the moron GM in hockey is going away. Slowly. Slowly. So you so to find a team that will give you a, a good young asset that you can bring in and rely on long term, those days are kind of going away. Like they're those players are harder to find, they're harder to get. Like I would be very impressed if the Sabres got somebody at the trade deadline that no one had spoken about yet. Someone who's on a team and is like, Yeah, this guy's pretty good. I can't imagine them giving him up. Why would they do that? And suddenly they did. Because the Sabres made the call. And Adams has kind of said, like, he calls even when there's nothing going on just to find out. He does a lot like Brandon Bean does. Like, Brandon yeah. Bean has been open about saying, like, well, what actually is, like, checking in on a team? Like, yeah, he I does go and stuff, what's going on. Right? Like, he's like, just going to make the call. Yeah. So you find out about players' availability that maybe nobody else does because you do that. So it's plausible the Sabres have options that we aren't aware of simply because they have not breached the mm-hmm. dialogue that exists around NHL trade deadline chatter. But Adams has an inside track because he can talk to people nobody else does. Yeah. And is just like, oh, that guy's available. I didn't I didn't suspect that that well well what let's talk about a guy like that. What would you be let's let's just say this kid here, what would you want for a kid like that? And suddenly, you know, you're talking about someone nobody else knows you're talking yeah. about. 
it's just it is a frustrating spot to be in, especially because and I think for me it was it was the level of fear of like this fan base is already very annoyed, angry, apoplectic with the Sabres. And at points they just don't care. Are they? For years it felt like it. That, okay. So that, like long-term. fans like just did not Because I thought the Sabres were dead. Well, yeah, like it, it kind of just was like, eh, who cares? Uh-huh. And like this was the end of last year. Sure. And this year kind of mm-hmm. felt like the first time in quite a while. Like for me, Ryan O'Reilly coming back, no, he had come back before. I mean, yeah. as, as a blue, but coming back in Toronto and, and kind of re-bring, like, bringing up those memories. 2015 was the last time I really thought, oh, oh, things are happening. Like the Sabres are going to get good real fast. Yeah. Because they brought in Evander Kane the previous season on mm-hmm. a deadline deal. He was injured. So this is going to be really the first time you're going to see him. Yep. They get Jack Eichel. Then they also make the trade for Ryan O'Reilly. Then you're also getting Sam Reinhart on, I think, his second year. Yeah, everything point. on paper looked great. It looked amazing. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we all know it cratered faster than anything I've ever seen. That's right. But that was the last time I really felt like this like jubilation, to, like let's get the season started. Like I'm really excited. Like It was 2015 and 2016. And now the way the Sabres ended last year, it felt like, hey, maybe they're making a, a quicker push than maybe we all thought. And then you had the ascension again of Tage Thompson, of just not just being a 36-goal scorer or 38-goal scorer, whatever he was last year, but to all of a sudden, like, an overall, no, he's one of the most yeah. talented forwards in the sport. Yeah, it's legit. It wasn't a flash in the pan. It seems legit. And, like... And it does. It, it feels like it's 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 just right there that yeah. they do make this playoff push. But it's games like last night. It's games like against Calgary. Really, it's the home record itself that makes you go. Like you said, you just you're not in Tampa's, Toronto's, the Boston's, the Carolinas, even the Jersey. You know what? Categories. It's okay. It's, it's all fine. right. It's all right. Like they don't. I what I wanted to see was growth. Like I yeah. wanted to see, like, okay, do they have players that look like they know what they're doing? Do they have a coach Which who looks like he knows true. what like he's doing? Do. Yeah. Do they have weaknesses? Of course, they have weaknesses. They're they are literally coming back from the dead. I'm not going to expect a franchise, a franchise, not a t- not a team, not players, an entire franchise, top to bottom, everybody who worked in the building that looked like it was dead, that they had no idea what hockey was, misprinted names on the back of the alumni jerseys, like absolute circus of what an NHL team should be. They're not going to come back in two years and suddenly look like the Tampa Bay Lightning. That is way too much work to do. It is going to be a lot of baby steps. It's way too much work to do. Yeah. But, like, does it look like they have cool guys? Yes. Check. Cool dudes. Alex Tuck looks cool as hell. Awesome that he's on the team. Tage Thompson is, like, a revelation at the position. Fantastic. Um, Owen Power looks like he's going to be really good. Darlene is really good currently. One of the best defenders in the NHL. Samuelson looks like he's going to be a lockdown guy they haven't had in forever mm-hmm. on that defense. Um, Cousins looks like he's going to be a great two-way player. Like, that's exciting. That's going to be really cool. Skinner is Skinner, and he's still good. That's awesome. They've got – they have parts. Are they great yet? No, they have time to get great and to figure it out. Is that through acquisition? Is that through just internal growth? Is that through players figuring it out and dedicating it and being more reliable and consistent from night to night? Maybe it's all of those things. Yeah, I mean, it could be all those things. I think what's also... I'm not losing my mind because they lost to the Leafs. No, no. I, it, look, was, was it embarrassing? Yes, I wanted more out of them. Because especially because like last year, like they played so well against the Leafs. They played so well against yeah, the Leafs. Yeah, for 20 last year. years. Yeah, and like that's where I'm like, all right, like maybe they really can like kind of just like pop the balloon for Toronto or something like that. But they they did get just run off the ice last night. But 
you do, it, like it, for me, I, I always have to constantly remind myself that not only are they the youngest team in the NHL, they're the youngest team in the NHL while still employing guys like Kyle Oposo and Craig Anderson. Yeah. Like they are still so ridiculously young compared to everyone else in the sport with guys still coming up. I mean, Matthew Savoy, their ninth overall pick from last year, started the season off slow. He is just gone up like a rocket ship in the last two or Kulik, three months. Kulik, is that... Is that Yuri Kulik in the World Juniors. Just a wrecking ball. was amazing. And, like, the cream de la creme is, is Devin Levi at Northeastern. He looks like one of the best goalies ever to play the game of college. With a bunch more picks to make. They have, I think, 30 picks over, like, the next five years. Yeah. Something like that. Like, they, they are just beginning... To fill in their whole development. They, they want to be dudes. what Tampa is. I mean, yeah. we've been mentioning Tampa quite a bit today, but like, that's what they want. And I you know think, how I you do that's that? That's the pitchers. They want to be that. Committing fraud with long term injury. That's how you yeah. do it. That's no, how you become the that's, okay. like that. that's fine. That's fine. Well, you, it, it could be that, or you could be the Pittsburgh Penguins where you have to constantly luck into a generational talent. That also. That'd be pretty good. That helps too. I mean, listen, the Sabres might have done that on defense, like well, with, with Power Dalene, yeah. and Dalene. And, yeah. Like, that's, that might be Crosby Malkin. Just and on the defensive end. And then all of a sudden you get, you know, Tage Thompson taking just in obnoxious yeah. leap forward. But I, even with Thompson, though, as great as he's been, I, I – and it's also partially because his pace was ridiculous. Right. Like, his original pace was so obnoxious that it was like he's not going to be able to keep that. Like, what are they – And mi- now that he's not keeping it, it's frustrating. What are they missing? What are they actually missing? Age. And, and the, well, they do need to edit the blue line. They need to add there. Just get, like, I think another piece like a Samuelson who can just stay home – be you know stalwart defender. So like one dude, one defender, one two guys. Obviously, you're going to keep adding to the depth, but that's where the prospects come in. That's where guys like Yuri Kulich is going to come in. Savoy, maybe Osland. You have a, a few Russian prospects in Rochester who are also doing stuff. Ryan Johnson now looks like a prospect that, as a defenseman out of Minnesota, many people didn't think would even sign here because he didn't have a spot to you know play. All of a sudden, now it looks like no, for sure he's going to sign here. And then, of course, you're just waiting on Devin Levi, which you hope he hits. But, I mean, when he's in the same category in save percentage over a college career as Connor Hollebuck, who is just amazing in Winnipeg, and then Ryan Miller, we literally just retired his jersey number here in Buffalo, he's in really, really good company. It's just... It's just no, I'm not. It's, it's just it's going to take time to get to where they want to go. And, and that's the frustrating part, is that they... Did they really take a huge leap forward or is it that the talent on the team has that look of oh there's going to be something there i think that it's what it's closer to yeah it's closer to that and if if it just takes time for all these things to hit right like you replace some of your bottom six guys with dudes who have more offensive potential than maybe you are generally used to simply because that's the spot where they go right like if savoy is playing on your third line because that's just the spot for him Mm -hmm. but suddenly your third line instead of being you know kyle Ocposo, who is Good for the team in all sorts of things, but not necessarily in scoring. And suddenly you swap that for more goals per game. Like, all these little things with just all these dudes still coming through the pipeline and your guys at the top getting older. Like, if Darlene is playing 20 minutes a night and Powers is playing another separate 20 a night and those two dudes are really good, like, can you find another defenseman to take up 15 minutes and not just completely be a mess? Like, you're fine in that regard. Most teams don't have three top-tier defenders to put out on the ice, and you do, and you still got to fix your defense? Like, what's like that can't be the answer. Can it? 
Is the are the other defenders you've got so bad that you can have three really good defensemen well, and you I, still I, need I more have, help? I have issues with Ilya Labushkin. I'm not going to lie to you. Like there's a times where I'm like, why are we doing this? Okay, it's not Rasmus Ristolainen levels of bad where it's just like, oh, not only is he leading the team in minutes on ice, but he's also maybe the worst player on skates. Yeah, like we're not there, and he's doing kind of what he is paid to do. They really don't have a Ristolainen, which no. is. They the, every time this guy touches the ice, they die. Yeah, no, 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 no. They, they don't, don't have, have that. Because because even now with, with the acquisition of Tyson Jost, who they picked up off of waivers, Casey Middlestad has become very salvageable. Like he is playing really good hockey, but it's you're you're still at a point of just how patient are you willing to be as a Sabres fan because of how bad the organization was for so long. I mean, that's the thing, too. You look at the two droughts, compare them between the Bills and the Sabres. The Sabres drought is infinitely worse than the Bills because the Sabres, for a long time, was maybe the worst-run team in North American sports. Yeah. The Bills were just an afterthought. There mm-hmm. is a big difference there. Oh, yes, that's for sure. There is a huge difference there. And that's where, for the Bills, I'd almost say during the drought, you had more fans. Like, people, like, you, Orchard Park was full of Bills fans. Every single game, because to a certain point, it just it became a thing until to the go. weather turned. Until the weather turned, of course, and that's because most people hate winter. Those are good people. Those mm-hmm. are normal people. But trustworthy citizens. But with Sabres games, and because there is eighty-two of them, and half of those games going to be at home, and then they're the worst team potentially in North American sports. It does just make moments like this, seasons like this, feel like you've got to strike the iron while it's hot. Because then even if they go into the playoffs and they get swept by Boston, four games, in and out, let's get out of here. You go into the next season with the youngest team in the NHL being another year older, it builds on that momentum. It, like like last season and yeah. did for this season. It can still happen. It can still happen. They did not miss the playoffs because they lost to the Leafs yesterday. No. They're still only five points out. That's right. So, and you can and you can say like they, they're missing something to be a real like lock to make the playoffs. Like, yeah, of course. And at what at, who do you get at at what cost to give to mm-hmm. get it like you don't need to sell out to get a piece to be good next year no. that might because that might already be coming just through the growth you have so are you addressing something you can't grow into next year like you can't grow into a fourth good defenseman because you don't have it yeah maybe so like is that something you got to go and get is that, like, you can grow into more scoring because you still have dudes coming. Maybe you don't have to go and trade for a dude unless the people you have coming up from Rochester ain't got the size to do it for you. Unless there's, like, an attribute those people in Rochester yeah, well, there's, there's don't a very, There's a very specific play style right. where you're like, ooh, we don't have that. Yeah. This guy will give us that. That's right, and we did not draft this yet. Mm-hmm. So this is something to f- supplement. Like, that's the kind of move the team is probably, according to everything they've said to us, probably looking to do. They're not going to sell out just to get a random Jamoke, just to like well, just, just to do it. We're going to we're going to just going to like no, they're not. Yeah. They're not. Gonna, there's nothing that they've done so far to say that they're going to do that. Even with the coach they have, oh yeah, that's not Granado style at all. Granado style is you will sink or swim. Yeah, and you're going to develop, and yep. you're going to like we're going to put you in the you person in the best possible place with your talent you got, and you're just that's what we're going to do. And nothing about this organization screams desperate to make the playoffs right now. Nothing about it in the best possible way. We're going to take a quick time out. When we come back, we're going to continue on the hockey talk, but we're also talking the Bills. Where should they add in the draft? Should it be wide receiver in a weak class? Should it be offensive lineman or, dare I say, defense? We are taking your calls at 803-0550 on both these Sabres and Bills. 
This is Shopin' the Bulldog. Both Mike and Bulldog have the day off. I'm Zach Jones, along with Corey Griswold, and you're listening to WGR. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.